0: She's
1: a hoe, we some hoes Wouldn't you like to be a hoe too? Welcome to this episode of Ho in the Know, a podcast about sex work for sex workers by sex workers. I am Selena the Stripper. My co-host is the cantankerous Ooh. Clover. Can I also call myself the Clumsy Clover? The Clumsy oh, Clover. Like that. That's cute. <laughs> clumsy Clover here. Um, we are joined by Strappy Heeled, Sympathetic, <laughs> sy- scintillating. Ceda Kalen. Hi, everybody. <laughs> Woo! She is a prolific author. You can check out her book, Anything But a Wasted Life. It's on Amazon
0: and at on Barnes. You said Barnes and Noble. Barnes and Noble and a few other ones. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you just Google Anything just But Google a Wasted it. Life. yeah. She's a photographer. She's got a whole photography book out where she takes pictures of her friends and coworkers, workers um, people in the club, and, outs- and just other sex workers. And it's very candid and beautiful. Um, she's a stripper. She is a longtime full-service sex worker. And, again, so excited to have you on the podcast.
0: I should also say, um, I'm actually not a stripper anymore, though. Yeah, oh. That's one of the reasons why I changed my handle on Instagram. Because... Mm. Um, So I I no longer, you know, that I stopped in
1: 2014. What what was it before?
0: So I started the account in 2013, Mm -hmm. um, the Uncensored Stripper. And I wish I had taken a um, screenshot because I was one of the very first people with Stripper in their handle. Wow. Uh And if I had, like, taken a screenshot, uh, you, you guys could see... That I was literally like the, one of the first people to wow. use, use that.
1: I mean, also, you probably could have, like, copyrighted that name and sold it. Yeah. I know, it's so funny.
0: People really miss it. But, you know, the thing is, when I realized I had stopped dancing, because I was dancing, I was, obviously, at the time, when I opened, this, and I opened the account, and then I wasn't going to go back, you know, and I'm like, the thing is, because it says the, you know, it's like I'm not a stripper anymore, so I don't want to front, you know, and yeah. I know it's just a handle and it's just a name, but... I'm the, I'm so transparent. I'm the kind of person that yeah. is yeah. so completely honest about me and my life. You know, I'm like, I just feel like, you know, and some people got weird with me about it that I changed it. So oh, even really? some dancers, I'm like, I'm trying to actually do you guys a solid here. Yeah. Like, I'm trying to be upfront and cool, like, not, you know. Mm-hmm. But you can't make everybody happy. You no, know, you
1: can't. Yeah. And, I mean, not everybody's going to understand what's going on whenever you change yeah. things to kind of support
0: what's true to you in that moment. Right. And I knew yeah. that eventually I would get to, when my book was out, I was going to... It's going to gradually get to my name because I knew my book was going to come out with my actual my birth name. But for so long, when I first I think no this is somewhere in one of your questions, I think, but I don't want to jump ahead. But when I first started the account, I wanted like I didn't have my name. I wasn't out at all. I was in the closet and I was just putting up little bits. I wanted to just test the waters when I first started the you know Instagram. Yeah,
1: it's, I think it's really important. And um, over time, I've like taken most of the instances of my real name out of my Instagram just for the sake of. Some security and privacy right now, just, like, trying to figure out... You're going
0: the opposite direction I am.
1: <laughs> I'm no, I mean, not necessarily. Like, I feel very transparent, like... Um, no, I don't mean
0: it like that. I just mean... Right, right. Yeah, 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 just, yeah. The bigger and, you're getting, the more...
1: Yeah, exactly. And also, I had people, like, finding my Facebook page. Oh. And so that, that was really the turning point, was whenever I had, like, people from you know my instagram life finding me in real life or like finding me in my like full name platforms and i was like okay i guess i need to like compartmentalize this for sure for sure okay so today we are starting (laughs) our show with a segment that we call sorry i forgot historical host oh yeah Uh, it's historical hoes time, you guys, your favorite segment, because you get to be in touch with our ho sisters and brothers and people who are, are uh, non-binary and, uh, you know, don't assume gender pronouns. Everybody. Because everybody, Cause everybody <laughs> does sex work. So this week's historical hoe is Carol Lee, a.k.a. the Scarlet Harlot. And I got my info from Wiki and BaseWan.org, where it seems like she pretty much wrote up her whole bio and the terrible thing about wiki on her was like it was very lacking and on her base one uh, bio it was pretty detailed about what was going on in her life and all the things that she's done um anyway so she's an amazing person so born in new york in or new york city in 1951 Cheryl Lee has been working as a full-service sex worker, activist, and an artist in the Bay Area for more than 30 years. Since the late 70s, she has written and performed political satire as the Scarlet Harlot and produced work in a variety of genres on women's issues, including work based on her experience in San Francisco massage parlors. I was, like, looking at some of her work before coming in, and they're really fun. Like, they're theatrical kind of performance art shows where she, like, kind of... It's like talking about her within herself, like the internal debate of like, how do I identify and, and what is uh, safe sex and good sex and, and mm. how can uh, like c- sexy consent and things like that. Um, she's really like ahead of her time <laughs> or she was. And I guess now we kind of have caught up to You've that, caught up, right? um, which is amazing. So she is an American artist, author, filmmaker and sex worker rights at- activist. Uh, she's credited with coining the term sex worker. Oh. Yeah, at what? a Women Against Violence and Pornography in Pornography and Media conference in the late 1970s.
2: Carol Lee, though. Mm-hmm. I say sex workers so much. Yeah, <laughs> shout
1: out. So the terminology used at the conference for the sex industry was the, quote, sex use industry. And the phrasing bothered her because it objectified sex workers and trivialized the agency they had when organizing their labor. So nice. she suggested that the panel be renamed the, quote, sex work industry. And began to use the term in her own one-woman place before the first uh, before the first published use of sex worker appeared in the nineteen eighty four AP newswire. So that's incredible nineteen seventies. This was is- <laughs>
0: Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I know you have so many opinions right I now. I do. I have so many opinions. Are you familiar with her? No, no. But I was just going to say that millennials crack me up because they always think they're like the first at doing stuff and they're never the first no. at doing anything. No. no. I mean, I shouldn't say never, but generally speaking, no. No, yeah.
1: generally. I mean, you know. a lot of this hate. And nobody is. I would pioneers. never say
0: I'm the first, but it's just funny how the generation is really like.
1: Yeah. I mean, just to think that this term has been around since the 1970s and yeah. it's just like now that we're catching up to it like in a broad. Right. like public consciousness kind of way yeah. I mean for me it's always incredible to hear like news anchors lately using the term sex worker mm-hmm. yeah that shocks me every time because mm-hmm. for so long it was like prostitutes or all of the bad puns kind like, of funny, yeah I like all those this. words really mm-hmm. oh I like that too I mean I think that there's something important in embracing like, what we consider now to be
0: pejorative terminology and all of that. I mean, I've always called myself a hooker and a whore and a prostitute. Mm. I mean, always for me, you know, mm. always. That's not a bad thing to me at all.
1: No, I don't think it's so. It's just
0: simply what I do for a living.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, keep going.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> Carol Lee is a longtime spokesperson for a Coyote, um, the sex worker rights organization founded by Margot St. James. And for several years, uh, Lee coordinated a street outreach program through the Coalition on Prostitution, providing condoms and health and safety information to street workers in SF. She currently chairs the Sex Workers Film and Arts Festival and is the director of BaySwan, the Bay Area Sex Work Advocacy Network. Um, For three years, she performed at clubs, theaters, rallies, and other venues, including the Miss Height Ashbury beauty pageant hmm. at the Great American Music Hall, the, Coy- the Coyote's Hooker's Ball, and the formerly Holy City Zoo and many more. <laughs> Holy City Zoo. That's a great name. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, she does so much performance art, and you can, def- you can check out some of her videos online. She has like, a YouTube channel of some of her old stuff, um, and she's really been out there advocating for sex workers and doing a lot of great work. And she has a very pragmatic kind of way that she discusses her career. Like, it's very, like, you know, I don't fully enjoy this, but, like, sometimes I like this and I really, like, identify this way and I'm not, you know, ashamed of anything and I think we need advocacy for this. And anyway, so she has, like, a very pragmatic way that she talks about things. And she coined Uh this term that is, you know, all over everywhere now.
2: I like her. Mm -hmm. She's
1: she's pretty dope. She's another... um, Big personality, redhead woman, very big red hair. We had done one on uh, Annie Sprinkle. I don't know if you're. Mm-hmm, yeah. Of course. Yeah, and so we were like, another big redhead personality. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And San Francisco. Yeah yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So let's begin our questions. <laughs> so, Sita.
0: Yeah. Sorry, uh, I jumped the gun earlier, by the way.
1: No, you're fine. You're, you're entitled. You're not entitled. I just mean you're... I, yeah. I would love you to continue interjecting. Okay. Yeah, so. it's been good. Good <laughs> slow. All right, sorry. Okay, good. <laughs> so um, do your customers ever come out to see your
0: work in galleries or readings? I've had... Um, back in the day, I had some club regulars come to my art shows. Um, and But not... Readings because mm-hmm. I try to. There's only one. No, I have two. One is, yeah, two. Only two of my clients, but they're not really current clients, but who know about the book. Well, three, I guess, uh, Beamer knows, but he's no longer in my life. But
2: what have they said or how have they reacted?
0: Well, you know what's really funny because I was so, I'm always so nervous that they would think it was being, you know, that was being rude or whatever. Yeah. I'm not a very mean spirited person, but I'm honest. Mm-hmm. And, um, no, they haven't been, even actually the other day, I was, Windmill was saying something to me, that his moniker. Because, um, actually, the second book, he's in the second book a lot more, and it's a little bit more negative about which he hasn't uh. done yet. It's not <laughs> yet. Um, but I don't think he'll mind. He knows that I'm just an honest human being yeah. and that I have a good heart and I mean well. So, I mean, he kind of gets it. So, mm-hmm. I think that, you know.
2: I mean, there are always like two opinions about something. I feel like there's the, totally. Yeah. I'm just telling my side of the thing. I mean, if any of them want to write a book about, you know, like yeah. they can. I hope they don't,
0: but they can, you know. But like, yeah. of course. I mean, that's why I try to be. Like I said, I'm I'm not a mean spirited person. None of this is. I'm trying to. I'm not trying to out anybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to hurt anyone. Yeah. I'm just you know, and sometimes like the first version of my book was way more snarky than it is now. Like, the first few, because I've gone through, I, I edited that book for, like, eight years. So, you know, especially, like, writing at the club when it's slow.
2: Oh, yeah. And I was
0: mad, you know. Yeah. So, it's fun. It's actually better. It's a little bit better of a read, but it's for sure, like, not as nice about some of these guys. So.
1: <laughs> um. How I describe people definitely changes based on my mood and yeah. the yeah. moments of that
0: night. It's it's just something that you can't escape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also, the thing is, I didn't write when things were going great, because, yeah. first of all, I'm making money, so I'm busy. Mm-hmm. And see, you know, just saying, you know, it's not as interesting just talking about, like, a really great dance, and a guy tipped you really well, and it was yeah. awesome. It's like, okay, that's a short story.
2: Yeah.
0: It's a longer story if this, this, this happened, and yada, yada, and you have feelings, you know, I mean.
2: Yeah.
0: It's more interesting, but, um, Yeah.
1: So, so when so you've been writing since the start of dancing? or No,
0: no, no, no. I wish I had. That, yeah. I absolutely wish I had been hmm. taking photos and also writing when I started. No, I started photography in 2005, and I started writing in 2006.
1: Oh, so that was, like, pretty late into your career.
0: career. Yeah, so, so yeah, like I started you... in 92. Oh,
1: okay, wait, you said um, 2005? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so wow, that's, like...
0: Yeah, I'd already been in the industry for a long time. Yeah. That's also another reason why, like, because when the recession, you know, it started to get really slow at the club, mm-hmm. especially, mm-hmm. like, 2008. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's was pretty... Uh...
1: So, I mean, there, <laughs> there was obviously, like, a, an incredible change, like, in the economy of clubs and mm-hmm. and all of that. So, <laughs> so do you feel like... Uh, did you kind of start writing before that happened and then kind of during the change, or do you feel like... It was kind of after.
0: Well, I've always loved writing. I mean I wrote always when I was younger and poetry and kept diaries and stuff, so I always but I never thought of myself as a writer, you know. Um, I'm also really dyslexic, so it's a strange thing to be a yeah. writer. But um, I brought it was just that it was started to get slow at the club and so I brought a book with me and I figure I'll just write while I'm while it's slow. And I used to write like in the room, it was funny, you know, was all those black lights, my pad, like, in the back of the room would be, I'd never wrote in the dressing room, I'd be sitting on the floor somewhere, Yeah. and my manager would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he was like, and I'm like, just don't pay it. just let me do my thing. But he loved me, so he let me do it. <laughs> That's but. really
2: sweet. I, like, yeah. took to writing in the club, too, at some point. Because, um, like, there's an extent to where being on the phone, it's kind of, like, I've scrolled enough, and so, like, writing down stories or even, like, yeah, especially because I was day shifted for a while, too, mm-hmm. so it was, like, there was no one, absolutely no one.
0: Yeah, I think, actually, during that time that I started writing, I was doing these mid-shifts. Yeah. So, I was working from, like, 4 to 10 or 4 to 11 or, or midnight. Yeah, and it got really slow. And, and, yeah, well, when I started writing also, we didn't have smartphones yet. Yeah, so <laughs>
2: true. Those phones, there
0: was no floor rolling on those phones. What were people doing
2: in the downtime at those? Because, like, now everyone's Drinking on their, you phone. Know,
0: oh. like, and so was I, too. But,
2: Talking But it's cathartic back.
0: to also writing it down. It also, like, it helps, it feels good to, you know, if you have someone that you're annoyed with or a, a client, you know, some dance or something, it's nice to get it down and out. Yeah. You know? Or it can make it a little bit worse. It could feel the fire. I'm not sure. But
2: yeah. <laughs>
1: So whenever you were writing, was it just, were you writing with yourself or did you have another audience in mind?
0: I I didn't know, you know, for years people told me it, well bef- before, you know, I started, like you should write a book, you know, because of all the things I've gone through, even before I was dancing, the stuff I've gone through. And I always used to say, like, who gives a shit about me? Like, I'm not famous, I'm not, you know, yada, yada, whatever, so, like, you know, I didn't think anyone would be interested in it. And when I started, that's actually interesting, the first chapter of the book is almost verbatim. I have the book because I have all of the books that I actually wrote physically in. You could actually read it, it's almost still verbatim, even after all the edits of how I wrote it when I started writing this thing. Like it's crazy, like it's actually still started that way. I had to change the name. I mean, I'm not changed, I had to change how old I was. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing, because I was 36 at the time. And so I think I changed it later to 37 just to, t- to help the timeline or something. But yeah. Um, so I didn't know what I was going to do with it. I was just doing it for me at the time. And, and I has, thought, maybe if this is a book, great. You has know. your,
1: like, audience surprised you now that you're out and Oh, my God. And-
0: I had, when I first started this account as the Uncensored Stripper, and I would put up my photography with little snippets from the book, and the book wasn't published yet. So a little, like, only a few lines or whatever, like, not whole things like I do now, um, I didn't know. I have no idea. I thought for sure I would be. I would get like a bunch of negative, you know. Yeah. Like, whatever. You know, and like you're a whore. You know stuff like that. Whatever. Which I would be like, yes, I am. It's like yes, that's <laughs> accurate. <Thank you." laughs> yeah. Um, I'm like that does not hurt my feelings, <laughs> but but it hasn't. Literally, almost there's been almost no negative feedback. Almost wow. none at all for seven years. I mean, it's amazing. And people are just so into it. I'm like, well, this is crazy, and and wonderful.
1: Do you find that your patronage is like evenly kind of split, male and female, or do you have more men or more women?
0: Um, let's see. If, if according to the analytics, because I can look on Instagram, I have it's a little bit more men than women, ah. but a lot, but a lot more women than you would expect. But mm-hmm. I think there's a few. I think it is a little bit more men.
1: Have you checked the analytics on your Instagram? I haven't. I think. I mean, if I had to guess, I would say probably more women.
2: Yeah, I feel like in your comments, I always see... I always
1: see a lot of women. Yeah. And it's also, like, my account is, like, very kind of, like, uh,
0: I guess, like, queer and open and stuff like that, yeah. too. It's like it's like a combination. Right. And mine's also my photography. I shoot other women. Yeah. So it's also, like, this other thing. Some of the guys are just there for the visuals. And some yeah. people read, you know, so it's kind of both, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, my mom follows my account. <laughs> Which is crazy. My mom only follows like three accounts. I looked at her phone once. I mean, I'm like, holy shit! It's really just all mostly me. Like, oh mom you can unfollow me. This is like a lot of information. That's so sweet.
1: Yeah. <laughs> How does she? Um, so you're obviously
0: out to her. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. When did you go come out to her?
0: I've been out. I mean, I I was a lesbian. I was an out lesbian in 1985, and I moved out of the house. Um, before 1986 so I've always been an out person mm-hmm. yeah like I've never hidden myself from society ever even when I was 14 I was like a proud slut like even way before we're talking that it was like a thing yeah before there were the fucking t-shirts I was actually living it in 1984 you know mm-hmm. and um and my mom had an issue with me being gay she didn't like it at the time so it was it was hard for her oh. you know whatever it was like a whole thing but um, Which was harder
1: coming out as a sex worker, or coming out as gay.
0: no, by the time I started stripping, no one was sort of shocked. They were like, yeah. This is the least shocking thing she's done. Like, literally, <laughs> <laughs> all the kids I grew up with I grew up in a small town, and they're like, Yeah, that makes sense.
1: <laughs> uh, do you still identify as
0: gay? No, I, I call myself bi now, but I haven't yeah. been, I haven't dated a woman in a really long time. But um, I've been in long term relationships with women, so yeah, you know, so I'm bi.
1: What do, you think, um, what
0: do you think about the move to use the term sex worker more broadly? You know, it's interesting. It's sort of t- like the, the get off my lawn, like the old part of me is sort of um, <laughs> <laughs> like it's hard for me because back in the day, we called sex workers when if you were a working girl. Mm-hmm. And if you and you were either a stripper or in the sex industry, or you were a sex worker, and a sex worker meant that you were having sex for money. Oh, like that's back in the what, that woman who you talked about who coined that. That's what she was.
1: Probably, Originally I. Saying. That's
0: what was you know, like it was that was.
1: Uh, yeah, Carol Lee was trying to specifically refer to people who had sex. Had sex, yeah, hmm. yeah, for work. For I think, work. and she was also saying, I think it was also like pornography. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: sex, exactly, sex so, for yeah, money, sex yeah, yeah, for yeah.
1: money, yeah. yeah. Interesting.
0: So, but now it's become an umbrella term. Now it's an umbrella term, which is how we used to use the sex industry. I don't know why the sex industry isn't good enough for people, but apparently, yeah. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I think sex worker has more of a punch. So, you know, people, you know, want. More I think a,
1: also it's because yeah. like people view it as like a labor movement. Yeah.
0: Um, in part, worker and working instead of industry. Yeah, I mean, working so and, and equating would you just it. To say,
2: work. I'm part of the sex industry, or I'm a sex industry worker. No, like instead? I'm
0: in the sex industry. In the That's the sex what we would industry. say. You know. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, now I, you know, I use it too, but only once in a blue moon. It kind of irks me, like when someone's like, "I'm a sex worker," and to me, that they're not really, you know. But Mm -hmm. I know that what they mean, and yes, yeah, I understand. Mm -hmm.
1: What um, if you had to like draw a line? What would you say would not like maybe should not be considered in that category?
0: Well, now the way it's used, there isn't a line. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you're cam, if you're well, okay, all right, actually, you know what, let me let me rephrase that. Maybe the line would be, if you're a nude model and you're on Patreon, I have a lot of these models I follow that I love, so this isn't any kind of diss.
2: Yeah.
0: Um. And they have people who pay and they they support their art. Maybe they're not actual sex workers because no one's coming or their dick's not out. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, they might be separately, you know, and yeah. that's their own thing. That's fine, you know. Mm. But, I mean, it's not specifically meant for that. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Not maybe quite maybe the that's the line to yeah. me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think and people can use it for multiple things. What were you going to say, Clover? Like nude nude models on Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Like nude models on Patreon that but are... But is it like
2: pornographic nudes or is it like artistic nudes? It's a combination. Combination. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like pornographic nudes generally would be kind of basically the same as porn almost in a way. Well, not really, but it's like usually for the intent of someone jerking off to Well, it. I mean,
0: all of this stuff. I mean, guys can just jerk off to almost anything. True. So yeah. that's to me, like, that's still... You're not a sex worker if you're just putting yeah. up pictures of yourself for something. I mean, to me, the term should be more... Um, uh, there should be more interaction with the person that, mm. who's paying you directly. So, like, cam people, you know, I have never I've, won't ever do cam work, but, like, or, you know, there's something that there's an actual connection mm-hmm. to that person, yeah. your lap dance or in-person fucking them, or at cam and they're jacking off and you're helping them to do this thing. Yeah. There's more mm-hmm. of this actual for money interaction does that make sense rather than yeah. just jacking off to your picture yeah, yeah i can agree that's with that. i think that's by, probably what i would say
1: i think yeah i do think like whenever you are doing like um like sexy photography there is more of a blurred line of yeah. like what it is and if it's art and the nude is like its own art thing mm-hmm. so whenever people are doing like nude art versus people making pornography there is i feel like there is a difference
2: yeah
0: yeah, I mean, I think people know the difference, you know, I mean, yeah. it's all I, art, but again, you know, to me, but yeah. that's why, I mean, it's it's so clear to see when someone's, you know, they're spread eagle with, like, you know, dildo mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, in their Yeah, vagina, exactly. I think we know what that is. Yeah,
1: yeah I think that, that that's, like... But I don't
0: consider like, them sex workers, though. No. Oh. I don't think so. Hmm. I don't think just images, no. I don't think I would. I don't know. I feel like there has to be the customer. I feel like there has to be the relationship with the customer.
1: I don't know. I, I can't clearly define yeah, the no, no. boundaries, and but I do
0: to Yeah, whatever they want to identify with, you know, I can't yeah, yeah. step on toes or whatever people want to do. Yeah, but. no.
2: Totally. I, th- I think so, too. It's and a really interesting, like, line, though, because, I mean, if you think of, like, when you send nudes to someone, it's called, like, sexting, and it's kind of a sexual exchange, and then... But
0: are they giving you money?
2: No. But <laughs> so whenever that's you, only wants, thing. But whenever you monetize it, like, monetize. Then, then does it become, like...
1: I, don't know. I mean, I feel like yeah. there are definitely like degrees of everything.
2: Like, yeah, degrees absolutely. of being a sex
0: worker, You're the like degrees a, of being in the sex industry. Sex
2: worker, See, that's sex why
0: I think worker. I liked industry better, because industry blankets more things to me, whereas mm-hmm. worker means like specific. That's why I think mm-hmm. industry is better. But you know, I know I can understand that. Man, I know.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, I see like the two the two sides of the coin. Cause, I mean, I do think being in the industry is like a good broad term to refer to a lot of things. And it immediately like pops up an idea. Like whenever I tell clients that I have this uh, podcast, I'm like they're like, what is it about? I'm like, well, it's people in the sex industry talking about sex industry stuff. Right. And they're like, oh, that makes sense to them more than me saying, oh, we're sex workers. I mean, of course, it's like a cultural shift happening, but it is like I think it's a it's a more accessible term and people have some ideas about it. Although I will say a lot of people assume it's like porn or that I am or that people are like performing full service sex work.
2: Yeah, I don't think that's not saying adult industry, though. I do say adult uh, industry, too. I say both Hmm. kind of interchangeably. Like, sex industry and adult industry and sex work all kind of, to me, imply, like, a similar thing. Like, I don't think that if... Because if I hadn't heard that from you, Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have ever separated, like, sex acts from any term. But, yeah.
0: But that's what I mean. It's also just... A generational thing, you know, yeah. I mean? it is different now, and I do think that
1: these terms are evolving a lot. Like, I mean, what we consider to be under the sex work umbrella will probably not be the same in like five years or however long because mm-hmm. all of these definitions change so much. Yeah, culture yeah, shifts. Everybody likes to make so complicated, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think also it is important as, like, a labor thing, but, I mean, there are the the difficulties of unionizing and the difficulties of, like, organizing labor broadly um, and just... Changes affected by the economy and by the way that jobs are now and income distribution and
2: mm.
1: our mm. openness towards sexuality now.
2: It's honestly crazy to hear that the club was ever, like, a clean place because I feel like I have not met a man who's—every man likes to say at some point, like, oh, I've had sex in this club or, like, these are all of the different things I've done in here. Which when is I started like
0: dancing, they couldn't even touch our butt and we couldn't wear sheer things in the audience. Whoa. And we made a lot more money. Wow. Isn't that sad? Yeah. (laughs) It fucking bums me out about strip clubs, Mm -hmm. specifically. Yeah. You know?
1: So, uh, how old are you?
0: Oh, yeah. So, I'll be 49 in October.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We know we mentioned this in a previous episode, but I just wanted to clarify. Mm -hmm. um, So, how has aging affected your job, if at all?
0: It has. um, Mostly, the weight gain has been (laughs) annoying, (laughs) because Texan likes really skinny girls. I'm definitely too fat for him right now, but... He's dealing with it, which is nice of him, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, uh,
1: whatever. Yeah, I'm, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm, lean, I'm still really good at I'm whatever. gonna lean into the whatever part. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> I, I'm not worried about it. Let's say that I'm yeah. not like yeah. killing myself or starving myself. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, I, like I put up an ad recently up on one of the sites, or like six months ago, whatever, because I do miss that money that I was making from Baby Bird. And I stupidly, though, you know, I put 40. I shouldn't have put any four in front of the thing. But that's so much younger than I am, so I should have just put, like, 37 or something, you know, mm. whatever. And a few guys wrote to me right away, but then I could see that not as many people as normally would. But I'm like, these are my—who gives a fuck about my age? These are yeah. my photos. These are, like, recent pictures. This is what I look like. Yeah. yeah. Literally, legit, like, this is what I look yeah, like. Yeah. I think I look pretty good. You know, whatever. I'm super fun. My tits are real, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I like sex. I'm good at what I do. Yeah. You know? Like, that should matter more than a number. Yeah. Definitely. But, so I think it has, you know, affected... I think it's also, like, online people feel very, like, capable of being more critical.
2: Yeah. Or like...
0: It's so crazy, because some of them are so much... You know, they're older. And they're older, exactly. You know, exactly. It's like, you think... I mean, I don't understand... I mean, I like young women, so, I mean, I, I get... I like photographing young women, so, I mean, I get why men like young women, but... I also sleep with some of them with like the Texans girls, or he'll pick up a girl from a club. We back in the day, I wouldn't let him, let him do that, but now lately, I've been letting it slide more because I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. But I actually would rather be with someone more my age. If I were an older guy, also, because it'd be yeah. so weird to be with a girl who's like younger than my daughter, which yeah. a lot of times happens, and I think that's a little strange. Oh, it yeah. is very strange. You know? Whenever
1: people, I mean, and also customers always bring that up. They're like, oh. Yeah. Well, at least you're a little bit older than my daughter. Right. And a lot like,
2: customers say, oh, that's cool. You're the same age as my daughter. Yeah. Right. When that's they pull out so the and stuff. Oh yeah. Then, like, I know
0: it's so weird when they do that.
1: <laughs> they I really know. want to involve you with their family. Yeah, it's so bizarre. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I mean it is like it's a very personal industry and people, you know, it's hard to be like, okay, like I'm not gonna think about my family in any way. Right. Even right. though I'm constantly thinking about them. Right.
0: Right, that's true.
1: <laughs> but I, I agree. I mean, I think it is like uh, a lot of people, a lot of men who are a lot older go for young women. I just the the generational gap. Like after you're not just one generation, but like two generations yeah. right. older than somebody that you're interested in. It's it's just it's it awkward. Kind of blows my mind a little bit. Yeah. Like it's what do trap. you have in common? Right. Yeah. not much. You not know, not really much anything. really. Yeah.
0: I mean, you know, these women are, like, they're sweet, they're great, you know, but it's it's definitely, it's different, you know? Um,
2: I think whenever I talk to, like, older clients, sometimes they don't even understand some of the things that I'm saying. (laughs) 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 Or, like, if I say something, I've gotten guys who are, like, oh, uh, that's cool. Or, like, hmm. And, like, (laughs) then we're just silent for the next, like, ten minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That's
0: great. That's cute. I try to pretend to be like, so the Texan, you know, when a part of like, I don't want him to know my account. So I try to, I pretend that I don't know, like, no, I'm not on any social media. Or mm. it's like, if anyone brings anything up, I'm like, what? Insta, huh? You know, like, <laughs> Insta- I'm not on any of that. I don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He doesn't either. So I'm like, I just don't know.
2: When I tell people I'm not on social media, really, at all, because I'm not, I haven't even posted once to my account that I've told everyone <laughs> to follow. Oh, my God.
0: I are going to to post
2: something. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, I, like, people are like, oh, that's amazing. You're like a dream girl, which I think is a really funny so reaction. Funny. Like, <laughs> like being innocent or something? Or maybe, or just... Just like being part of... I think they perceive me as someone who um, is just very in tune with what's around me in the moment. Right. And like social Intentionally media, Intentionally shuns culture. technology. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah. I could
1: see that. I could see that being... There's a romanticism to that. For yeah. sure.
2: The millennial who isn't the
1: millennial.
0: Right. Right.
1: Oh, yeah. Like There's so many jokes about millennials and everything that's wrong with us. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so like, like
2: I, I get it, but... You know. No, no. There's
0: honestly, I mean, just, there's nothing wrong with millennials at all. But
2: <laughs> every generation, it's just kind of like a, you know, you look. There's at, always
0: something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind
2: of like a younger sibling in a way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um Are you better? Do you feel at your job now
1: than you were whenever you started?
0: Um, y- and I'm yes. also saying this really broadly. So right, I know. On you- some levels, yes, but also I've gotten lazier. So no, (laughs) but so it goes both ways. Um, I'm better at it because I'm more in tune and I know, um, like I don't worry about as much, you know, so I can be totally there or whatever with the person. I mean, I've always been like that, but. It's hard also to answer that, because I just have this one person, so I'm not really doing a whole lot these days, you know?
1: So, so yeah, but, so I guess that kind of addresses the next question, uh-huh. which is, you know, do you still see clients? Yeah. You see one client. I see
0: one. one. I would see others. I would actually re- I would love another client right now,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, or two, but really just one would be great, but... Um, finding that is hard. And I can't go back to a club because I'm too big. I mean, I'm not too old. I actually could could do it. But
1: oh, yeah, I'm I mean, I definitely right know that I dance with women who are your age. Yeah,
0: I mean, I have a friend who dances in Vegas who's older than me. So that's amazing. Yeah, we, we danced back in San Francisco together. So I mean, like, I know it could be done. I'm just too big. I know, I'm, but for me, I am. This is huge for me. For,
1: y- for you. Yeah. <laughs> I want our audience to know that is not big at all. <laughs> and you have beautiful tits,
0: so I oh mean, God, I want to shout that out. they're so huge. They're driving me crazy. Are they? I would kill that. I would switch with you right the second. <laughs> Literally, she has the best boobs. <laughs> oh, thank you.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's really hard because there is so much body pressure, and I think, I mean, within like, dancers and sex workers to have like a certain kind of body but I think also like the what people like and what people want oh for sure yeah 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 doesn't have to be perfect
0: no there's not that's not what I'm saying I'm just saying that for me for even my own like comfort and whatever but I mean when I bend over like it's not pretty and on stage you have to (laughs) bend over and pick shit up all the time so like I don't mean it's not pretty I mean it's human you know what I mean yeah it's human but it's it's not really it's a little bit too much for the for the stage is what I'm saying (laughs) you know but it's um yeah it's fine I mean you know I'm not being hard on myself when I say that I'm just being real
1: what do you feel you like you've learned over time
0: (sighs) Oh, we should pay attention to that one a little more um, I think just how I think taking care of myself and my sanity and what that means I mean I'm sometimes not great at that sometimes I am I give too much and I, I end up empty because I'm giving too much and they're, t- you know a lot of these guys they'll just take and take like they're energy suckers you know a lot most of them are actually. They the, are. I'm like, I can't think of any that gave back any energy. But that's fine. Yeah. That's okay. I don't need them to give me energy. I need them to give me money and to be kind. But I'm I don't mind I like giving out, but sometimes it's too much and I cross that line and I'm, you know, leaving, left feeling. So I think that's, you know, learned keeping those boundaries, you know, but also, you know, the textiles fucking test that a lot. (laughs) Yeah. You know, but...
1: I mean, I think that sex workers overall or people in the adult industry or Mm -hmm. sex industry are like very abundant givers. Agreed. Absolutely. also like um, surprisingly kind. Yeah. I think there is... I mean, there are definitely mean girls, but... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Right. But I think it's so important to be like
0: a very tolerant, very nice person just for
1: your business
0: totally I don't think you would do very well you know I always say to people like I don't think you would last in this industry if you didn't like like it yeah you know or love it or whatever How we want to put it but Mm -hmm. like you wouldn't be very good and you wouldn't make a lot of money if you same thing but or also but if you weren't a giver, you know?
1: If you just kind of showed up under, like, duress, it's like you're not going... You're going to bring that energy to it, and I think people... Customers are very attuned to that. Oh, for sure. Oh, my
2: God. They can really tell, I think, because, like, I feel like my last shift, and then... The shift before I did good, and that was because I had such a good attitude, but the shift before that I did badly. And I think, like, both times, the thing that I noted was I—as I was, like, going there, I was full of, like, dread, and I was kind of like, man, I don't want to do this, and I'm not going to make money, and, like, then I'm just going to go home and feel bad because I didn't make money, but I spent, like, eight hours doing it, and it's just going to suck, and I hate these people who are just like, nah— and um, it was definitely, yeah, I think oh, yeah. They I do mean, pick up
0: on that, for sure. They
2: do. They totally do. They can tell but There's a lot of nonverbal communication. Mm-hmm. It's really weird. Like, because even when I'm, like, putting on, like, my customer service, like, face, mm-hmm. and I, like, I'm trying to make sure my smile's in my eyes, too, and stuff, if it's not in my heart, it's, yeah. like, weird. Yeah. I mean, I do a lot of, like,
1: uh, positivity exercises internally whenever I'm going to work. Like, I think... What is something that I'm very excited about that's coming up? It could be a week from now. It could be a month from now. But, like, what is, like, where is my positive energy right now? And I kind of try to, like, focus on that feeling and that excitement and, like, bring that enthusiasm that I have into my conversations that I have with people. I like that. So I mean, sometimes it's like, oh, I'm so excited that we're going to do this episode with Sita (laughs) Kalin. Yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and so I'll like bring that energy to talking to people, be like, I I cannot, like, I'm so excited, and they're like, wow, I'm going to be a vampire, and (laughs) 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 so I love that. It's true. It's true. I mean, people crave that as much as they crave like the physical aspects. They crave the emotional. Just like the well, the wellspring of yeah, yeah. And it really has more to do with that than actual sex. Yeah, I think. You yeah, know? I think so too. It's very complicated what people come to the club looking for, or look mm-hmm. to escorts for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same, yeah. It's not very just so direct as getting off.
0: Mm-hmm. Although sometimes I wish it were. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, I would totally love just, like, an exchange like, just a, you know, like a Bam. Yeah. yeah.
1: Pay me the same amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Five minutes.
0: <laughs> Amazing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so many people are like, I mean, I had a guy recently who, who I was talking to, and he's like, that girl, she just made me an offer that most men couldn't refuse, but I was just taking it back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's so funny. Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs>
1: he's—he's was, was like I just—I didn't expect it to happen. I—I just I mean, I don't—I didn't think girls did
2: that here, and I'm like, yeah, they do. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that is so funny.
2: Yeah, he was very shocked, and you know, it's so funny the men who are like really shocked about being offered sex at the club because they'll always like mention it. They'll be like, I, what, what was that? Uh, <laughs> and, like they're almost distressed, and like, does everyone do that? <laughs> and, like. Are, are you going to do that? <laughs> I That's, mean,
1: men are scared, too. Yeah. yeah,
0: a lot of them are. That's why I also, like, would say to guys also, you know, I mean, like, ask every woman what are her boundaries, what are her rules, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. like, up front, too. Don't assume anything. Because yeah. what one girl does, another girl doesn't, you know. Yeah. So. That's
1: always what I say. I mean, people are like, well, who has sex? Like, who does this and that? I'm like, well, I don't know but you should talk to people and, and just ask and ask be and be yeah. polite and that's don't, it yeah don't mm-hmm. say you do like, can do f*ck not say yeah. <laughs> what are your
0: boundaries <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i'm i'm like well you know you might be able to find that everybody has different boundaries <clears throat> You know, it's just so what one girl likes or what gr- one girl is okay with, another girl will not be okay with. Yeah. It's so
2: funny whenever they're trying to figure out where your line is because they'll say it in like funny ways. They'll be like,
0: Instead of just coming out." And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. They, they
2: won't straight up ask. They'll be like, <laughs> "You know, I'm pretty interested in you, um, but uh, you know, I don't know if I could take you for a, a dance because uh, you know, I like to I like to do a little some things. You know, I like to go a little further. I like to have some fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like yes." all of us want to have fun yeah
1: I know I, I'm always like I need you to explicitly lay yes. out what you need mm-hmm. or what you're looking for so I can tell you yeah. if I'm okay with that well in yeah. a way
0: it's kind of good though because that's how Vice used to always because Vice used to come into the clubs a lot mm. and one of the things that would give them away to us was asking very specific questions
2: oh, oh so wait, that was Vice like the news
1: thing? no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> wait, Sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no policing police like, like to come arrest us for prostitution oh yeah. so or like, or shut down the club or whatever. Yeah. So they would come in. And this happened a lot in raids in San Francisco. But also it used to happen down... Like there'd be raids... Well, they have been having a lot in, in um, San, New Orleans. New Orleans, San Diego, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. And one of the things they would do was say, like, well, what can I get in there and how much and what specifically? So we would know... So it's kind of good that these guys are not doing that. Yeah. But also... You know, yeah, I really mean, they it also be... be
1: like dumb dumb cops too. You know, but right. I mean, we do get I do get a number of cops that show up.
2: Wait, how can you tell when they're cops?
1: They usually will say that they're
2: like, oh. that, You mean, that they're off duty. <laughs> off or duty, yeah yeah, 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 off yeah, duty. But
1: what about undercover people? Have you um, ever? Come I haven't past? had any undercover. I have danced on a cop that did have a gun.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was like, in the club I've done that before too. Yeah, it was in the club, and you thought it was, like, really sexy, like, that it was something I was going to get turned on by. Dude! I was like, I'm not turned on by that. <laughs> <laughs> like, you having a deadly weapon very close to me. I'm right. Shit. You're like, no, not so much. <laughs> no. Histories of domestic violence, that's not going to turn me on. <laughs> but, um, so I want to talk about your photography.
0: Okay. Because Wait, can, I, can we, just, like, break for a second so I can pee, though? Yeah, Is course. that okay?
1: Yes, go for Do we have time to do that? Okay, I'll be yeah. so
2: quick.
0: All right. Okay. You're
1: totally yeah, cool.
2: Um, and now it's time for a clover segment because I've been pretty quiet. Oh, awesome! It's a clover <laughs> segment. <laughs> um, so lately I've been going to the club drunk, which <laughs> I'd said that I wasn't gonna do, and I'd recommended not doing. And once again, after my second time doing it, I'm gonna say maybe I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> But I can't quite tell yet. So here are the reasons why I'm saying this. Number one, when I was first called to stage um, drunk and um, both Cherry and Selena witnessed me like a mess, kind of like struggling, like I think I was just like pulling myself around kind of by the pole because I couldn't like stand exactly straight. I was like, I don't know why I'd, I'd underestimated or overestimated how much alcohol I could take in. But another thing is that like for some reason I've had like a real bad pain in my arm for the past 2 weeks and I might have fractured a bone cuz I can't really push or pull things mm. without it just like shooting pain and um yeah, so there's that It's a and pain I, in your forearm? Yeah, it's like right along this bone right here. Um, so, and I have trouble opening jars now, and I was such a strong kid. And then, um, I also came home with bloody knuckles, and I don't know what happened. (laughs) You were obviously fighting somebody. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and I don't know if I've, I've made the best money from being drunk at the club. So, that's my little, um... Wait, what do you, so what uh, positive ends? Because you only listed the negative ends. Okay, some of the positive ends is that I've been a lot flirtier. That's why I've done it, is because, like, I have a lot of trouble flirting. I'm kind of, like, dweeby. Like, you know, how I sound in this podcast is just how I sound in the club. So I needed something to, like, make me a little more, like, someone Mm. you might want to fuck, you know? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, like, I thought I'd sauce it up with some wine, some buzz balls. and um, I'm glad you drank those buzz balls, by the way. <laughs> yeah, they'd been in the fridge for so long. Yeah. <laughs> I, but sad because you drank my wines that I left at your place, so... Well, you left them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, but the good thing is that that did work out. I was a lot flirtier, and people were like, oh, wow. You know, they weren't saying things like oh, you're just too cute, or, like, anything like that, or, like, you seem so innocent, I'm, like, scared that I'm going to... Tarnish you. yeah. <laughs> so, um, that's why I might keep doing it. I'm just going to have to be careful about my, um... Is this a femur? Nope, a femur. nope, it's not. <laughs> my forearm. Yeah,
1: yeah, I forget, I forget these...
2: Bones. Oh, also, I pulled my hamstring again, so... Um... Nice. Because I got a little risky on the pole, basically. <laughs> 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 all right. Well, this has been an episode of
1: Clover Corner.
2: Clover Corner. <laughs> I love it. And just so you all know, I'm actually sitting quite in a corner. So yeah, yeah. I guess
1: we all are. Nobody puts Clover in a corner except mm. for Clover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, Sita, you're back. I'm back. Awesome. Um... So I'm going to talk about your photography. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you take pictures of dancers and escorts. Do you talk take pictures of civvies?
0: Um, I actually have not taken any pictures of any escorts, just so you know. Oh. Yeah. I started taking pictures of strippers that I was working with mm-hmm. at the time. And then I've most of my pictures these days, it's... Now it's like a mix. Mostly it's just friends. Oh, okay. Or of women who come to me and hire me. It's mm-hmm. actually not a lot of sex workers. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, I know. No, like, that's I fine. mean, some of them are, yes, but, uh-huh. yeah, I don't think any actual escorts. So I don't have any friends who are who are escorts. Really? I have one friend who is. That's actually, I should not say that. But she's, an, like, an Instagram friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, none of my actual close friends are even in the industry at all. <laughs> Just, really?
1: Yeah. So, like, how do you talk about that with your friends? Oh, I'd say they know
0: everything. They know I mean, everything? Yeah, of course. I
1: mean, Was there ever, like, a learning curve moment or, like, a...
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah, on early on, them. years and years. Ago. I've known them now for 20 years, so mm-hmm. there was definitely some stuff that I had to, you know, yeah. school them on. But
2: Do you think that, like, because I feel like it's a lot easier to talk about a lot of my experiences with other dancers, mm-hmm. um, because, like, they're just things that they get. Yeah. Um, do you feel like there's any sort of... Um,
0: Not at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean, though, for sure. Yeah, yeah. there's nothing like, I mean, you know, talk, you know, being in a dressing room or talking to other hosts, you yeah, know, I mean? like, yeah. it's for sure its own thing. But my friends know me so well, and also now they know they know the Texan so well, just like pretty much all my readers do too. So now I can pretty much talk to anybody about any of it because I kind of know all of the backstories. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, they maybe they can't relate to, but they can relate to what I'm feeling. Yeah, so you know, yeah.
1: Um, so how is it like photographing? I guess friends. Uh, women in this case like are they are they all cis women or do they identify like along the gender spectrum or um no
0: one uh, most of the women that i've are all yeah identify as like women women. yeah yeah
1: Yeah. um is it very intimate photographing them or does it kind of like since you photographed so many people at this point
0: um i mean yeah it's intimate but it's like i try to make it just very fun and chill and not uh You know, because sometimes people are nervous or whatever. I mean, dancers are the easiest to shoot because they know their bodies and they're used to it. And so we're
1: used to posing. Yeah. And know, they're like, they're
0: honestly my favorite women people to shoot because they're the best. You know, I don't have to tell them even anything. Or I'll be thinking something and then they'll do it. I'm like, perfect. Yes. That's what I was thinking. You know. (laughs) Um, But I try to just make my shoots super chill. Like, it's not anything that serious because some photographers are so completely like, anal about every little thing you know i don't know whatever mm-hmm. I mean, i'm not like yeah. that at all like i'm self-taught I, i'm kind of fly by the seat of my pants like people have asked me to teach classes and i'm like i wouldn't even know how to teach this you know because it's an intuitive thing for you <laughs> yeah same with you know sex work i don't know yeah. how i need teach that. i mean i could teach people someone how to do a good lap dance but then there's also that stuff that you just can't teach yeah, yeah which is really that like being X-Factor. attuned
1: with people mm-hmm. yeah you know so but um
0: yeah, I mean, I think women appreciate me, you know, being a woman. I think they've told you know a lot of women have told me models have said this is like so much easier, you know, whatever. And also, I, I mean, I try to, I've tried to pay attention. I'm kind of bad at this because I'm also used to working with, like you said, early on, it was all dancers. That's true, you know. But I wanted the reason why I wanted to say that is because a lot of my friends aren't that are in the photographs. I don't want everyone to assume that my models are in the industry because a lot of them aren't. Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason why I said that. Well, the I beginning.
1: think that, that is an important as a, as a yeah. you
0: know, just for them and their partners and stuff. That, that you know, I don't want everyone to assume that everyone's a whore just because yeah. I am. You know, but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I mean whore in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I I do forget I'm very touchy feely. Like strippers are very touchy. Like I'm so used to women like coming yes. up and grabbing my boobs and like this is how we all are with each other. Yeah. You know, so. Um, So I I touch my models a lot just to, like, move them in a specific way. But that's all, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that lately I've been a little more like, is it okay if I touch your shoulder? You know, because I don't want to think. So I know there's (laughs) definitely been a lot of male photographers that have been fucking hella creepy lately and whatever.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, always.
0: Always. Mm -hmm. I guess, right. And so, like, I mean, I don't think anyone ever would say that about me ever. But Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that no one even is, you know. But um,
1: yeah. I mean, how does it compare? Like, have you been photographed by men?
0: I haven't modeled. I modeled when I was younger, but it's been years now. I, people have actually reached out to me and they want to take my photo. And I'm like, I just can't at this point. No. <laughs> yeah. Um I'm just it's just too much for me to deal with. <laughs> I'm like I can model for myself cuz I know my angles and shit, but mm-hmm. someone else doing it would just
1: totally, you know. Yeah. I
0: mean, if I were if it were 10 years ago, like my favorite body when I was I was like 40, it was my favorite body. Oh. Literally 40 or like 38. What what was the mm. difference then? I don't know. It was booyah. I just love my body. That. <laughs> like, <laughs> I loved it. It was like my boobs were like a little bit bigger. You know, I had a breast reduction when I was 16. So, oh, cool. Like, mm-hmm. They, you know, like this is why they're annoying to me. I want them to be smaller. But,
2: mm-hmm.
0: um, yeah, I liked my body.
2: Though. I did that when I was like 17. You did? Yeah. Oh, I do you have the scars. same Do you have the same
0: You know they still do The same scars Yeah Even still now Like it's crazy So yeah. you have those scars mm-hmm. The anchor yeah
1: Do they do look you? like Are they very pronounced now Or have they like faded a well, lot Well
0: I keloided a little bit In, in one mm. of them So um, It's like they're raised You know But the way my boobs Hang the way she did it You can't see them really Yeah
1: what size did you take them... Sorry, I'm... That... Yeah,
0: no, it's fine. You know, it's so crazy. It was a woman who did it in San Francisco. And she said, um, I brought in pictures, basically, like, both of you guys. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> like, like you know, and she was like, that, and I brought you know, like, bra size and in pictures. And she was like, it's not... Go, it doesn't go by bra size. Tell me what percentage you want off. I'm, oh. Like, Holy shit, percentage. That's such a weird thing yeah, to think, think about. I guess if you thought... think of your boob like a pie chart. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. But I was young and I was like way skinny back then. This was during, I wasn't uh, a very healthy person at the time. So I weighed like the same height and I weighed like 90 pounds and these huge tits. So I said 50%, mm. which worked. But then knowing that mother nature was going to have her way and come back, yeah. I wish I had said more, but yeah. I'd love to do it again.
2: Mm-hmm. But, but it's a so huge... But it's to do it a second yeah.
0: time. Yeah. I'm like, I'll just leave it alone. They look good. So I'm just going to...
2: Have your scars affected your work at all?
0: No, when I when I first started dancing and they were more pronounced than they are next, I was like, you know, only 16, you know, like eight years after the thing. When I would lay back on stage, I would go like this. Yeah. Kind of play myself like to hide so them. So, because yeah. podcasting oh, yes, isn't a visual
1: medium. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Sita has her arm kind of like across her chest under her boobs. Yeah, so I'm like kind of holding. It was sort of so holding. That's kind of like cradling them, yeah, with one.
2: I put temporary like tattoos on or something, oh, but like um that's interesting. like gold leaf and like silver leaf kind of, so it looks Not like tattoos, because men don't like tattoos. Right, I was going to say, right, but just
0: something that's even glitter. You know, the funny thing is, men have never cared, though. Like, when I have sex with them, you know, they can see it. Obviously, they've Mm -hmm. never given a shit.
2: No, like, people I date don't care. Right. But, like, I always worry about at the club, because it's already, like, I have short hair, and I don't really do... I just kind of do, like, a... straight shoulders. Yeah, Yeah. and,
1: um... Yeah, because Clover has uh, curly hair. yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Um
1: yeah I mean that's like that's interesting because I, I think I mean there's so many scars at the club I yeah. mean because you just get to see bodies and like bodies have scars bodies right. have like right. signs of time they're just it's just natural um, and just like seeing how everybody has like their share of little scars and things right. like that it's very human yeah and like totally. kind of comforting in a lot of ways yeah yeah
0: absolutely I mean for absolutely I mean when I first started dancing dancing actually made me feel so much better about my body when I was younger you know, not but like not that I but not I mean, in just,
1: comparison to other people. No, but no, just, no.
0: Just the way that it was celebrated. Yeah. yeah. You know, even like I don't have like I am I'm like Russian Jew and I have like sort of darker skin down, you know, my pussy's like a little bit darker and I was like it annoyed me. I always really wanted like a white, creamy, <laughs> fucking pink pussy and I never had that, you know. Like it's pretty, but it's definitely like darker. Yeah. And then when I started dancing and I'm like, look at all these different vaginas, like mm-hmm. all different shades, and I'm like, you're yeah, fine. different shades. Like, it's, it's amazing, though, that it took that to, like, make me feel better. Like, it's wild, you know? Well, yeah. I think it is. I mean, we
1: see a lot... Well, nowadays, even more, we see so many doctored images of people, right, right. a lot of Facetune, and also living in L.A. It's, like, right. so much surgery yeah. and a lot right. of fillers.
0: Right. Ugh,
1: Are you, I mean, you're, you haven't done anything. Mm-mm. How does that for you? Like, what do you... Why haven't you? <laughs> and I don't mean it like no, you know, no, I, I don't, don't mean it like you don't, don't need it. it. I just, <laughs> just made
0: a cute face when you guys, you guys <laughs> can see it. I actually it's funny I did Botox when I was younger, which is hilarious, like when it first came out just yeah. cuz I had money back then and you know and I was like I'll try this thing and yeah, I didn't yeah. even like it. And my skin my body ate it up really quick. Really? So it didn't last very so long. It like processed, like, yeah. yeah. Process it That's too so fast.
1: interesting. I mean, people don't really talk about like how quickly your body will process a lot of fillers and what Yeah, some and,
0: people it'll last longer, you know. It's a bit different for everyone, but Um, I, you know, it's just not, I don't really give a shit. The only thing that I wish, if I had more money, I wish I could get facials, like, all the time. That's what I would get. Like, back in the day when I made, I used to get a facial every week. Mm -hmm. Like, that's something I for sure would do. Yeah. For my skincare, you know? But other than that, I'm super lazy with.
1: I mean, well, that's amazing in part because, I mean, there's a lot of pressure, Mm -hmm. a lot of pressure toward perfection. And, like, trying to, like, get all of these little things done. And, I mean, I think a lot of people start Botox super early. Now I'm. Yeah, I
0: don't
1: know. Yeah. I mean, well, why? But, why? <laughs> yeah. Why?
0: I mean, yeah. I mean, I get it. I don't know. I don't care about wrinkles. That's never been, you know. Yeah. Sometimes I did for a while when I first moved to LA, I would get it in my forehead, but that's only because I would get headaches. Oh, yeah. It's that's so supposed bright to help down here. And it did actually yeah. help. So. But I never... I don't have that many... You know, it's like... No, it I wrinkles. mean, you, you
1: don't really have wrinkles. Yeah. Like, and I do here, but, like, on my side of my but eyes. But, I mean, they just, like, like
0: happy, though. Like, yeah, I yeah. think it it's just like, makes yeah. your face no, look happy. Like, I mean, I am 50. <laughs> the only... Oh, the other thing I would do... Like, I have my age spots. So I would definitely get rid of those if I could. I have a lot of sun damage, but again i don't really care i don't
1: really see them but you know yeah no one else does i
0: see it but like yeah again
1: yeah i mean we all like look (laughs) at our faces under real microscopes yeah Yeah.
2: it's just in its age
0: and i don't mind being getting older you know so that's very healthy i feel like
2: honestly moving to la because like before i moved out here i wanted to get so many different things done like weirdly but since i've been here and been exposed to people getting all of those things done, I've been, like, more excited about all of the parts of me that are, like, unconventional, I guess. I like that. Yeah, it's kind of just, like, hmm, I don't want to get, like, my lips done, or, like...
1: No, there's so many things that I I think are interesting, like, I mean, I've thought about, like, lips and all, because that's, like, the big fad, or, like, butts and all of that, but... (sighs) I mean, a lot oh, yeah. of things don't age well. A lot of people get have like professional paparazzi and all of that, and I mean, even seeing it in the club, like it's just. I mean, even people who yeah. get like facial balancing fillers and stuff like that, it's just you. It's a different kind of face, and
0: it is. I mean, and. I, I mean, say. no, no I mean, hate toward that. Like, I exactly, want people to be happy. Exactly.
1: Whatever anyone wants yeah. to do. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I definitely believe I mean, I think it's really cool, choice, and but... I love to see everybody, like, with their different decisions. And yeah. I like, uh, I mean, I love, like, fake boobs. Like, seeing people with fake boobs <laughs> is always a joy. Yeah. <laughs> to I just, me, I'm always like, no, take mine. Like, I would switch <laughs> a heartbeat. But, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, there's, like, something really kind of cool about, like, seeing these, like, really kind of perfect ideas of boobs. Like, in reality, like, Mm,
2: if you could, like, shape
1: anything perfectly, like, this is, you
2: know, I'm like, it's
1: kind of amazing.
2: What's professional paparazzi or whatever you said?
1: So like for example the Kardashians and like their kind of group of people that follow them, they have like professional paparazzi's that they kind of be, they tell them like, "Hey, we're going to be on this like yacht over here at this time. Come out take pictures of us." And they and like you can get the first scoop of it. We're telling you where we are. Oh. And then the paparazzi's come and take pictures and then they photoshop they them. them and they sell them. Oh. So like they photoshop the images so that they look like ideal um, they clear their skin, take away cellulite, all of that,
0: like add better curves if something's kind of funky. And Which is, you know, I mean, a friend of mine, one of my best friends is a retoucher, so I, she makes a lot of money from, you know, doing that kind of stuff. But she does more than just that. But but it's, so I, you know, on one hand, like I see, but it's sort of detrimental, I mean, it's, it's very yeah. detrimental, in fact. I think it's, you know? I
1: mean, it Super. can be detrimental to people. But I also think it is smart to, because whenever they are so famous, like to be able to curate that kind of, publicity because hmm. there's it's all circus
0: I mean yeah it's all just a show
1: it is it is all just a show and yeah. acknowledging that it is just a show it's like you know well you should have try to have some control over it a little bit if you can
0: oh sure right yeah. I mean I guess it'd just be good to tell like if all the you know but all of us actually does yeah. know what age if we all just have to remind ourselves this isn't real
1: yeah, yeah. I mean also you know? just to yeah just to be straightforward like I've gotten these fillers right. by these doctors rep yeah. your doctors rep right. your fillers right just be honest about it. Right. And I think that's nice. the biggest thing right now with, like, people in the plastic surgery community and all are, like, just rep us. Just be honest.
0: For sure. Right? There's no shame in it. Because it's, like,
2: crazy to see or... I don't know. I'd always thought that, like, hips just were smooth, except for mine, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so I wish that there had been, like, some, someone that told me that that's not the case. Isn't it
0: such a trip to things that we think and then, or whatever? Yeah, and yeah. just seeing so But do you many think bodies? the club has helped you, like, has, not helped, I don't want to say that word, but, like,
2: yeah, this, you, know,
0: you see all these different body types, mm-hmm. is that...
2: Yeah, it's interesting. It's not even so much about, like, the reception of, like, the body types in the club and how they make money, but it's, I think, just, like, seeing a variety of, like, naked people. It's, like, all of the things that I think are, like, abnormal about myself aren't,
0: Mm -hmm. almost. That's what I mean, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 that it does... It's more. It's a positive impact. You know? Yeah,
2: yeah. It is. A, I feel like it is a very
1: like body positive environment, mm-hmm. and I think especially like amongst us girls or in, amongst us dancers, like mm-hmm. there is like a big. There's a lot of acceptance, a lot of positivity, and encouragement mm-hmm. that I've personally experienced, and like ways that I've seen my body in a positive way that I wouldn't have otherwise been able to, because I mean there's mm-hmm. so much body stigma and like prizing of certain body types over other body mm-hmm. types. Yeah. But whenever you're kind of, like, all together, it's like, well, you know, like, there's kind yeah. of, it's, it's kind of equal. Well, there's something to be celebrated
0: about everybody. Yeah, there's yeah. some
1: things that you can celebrate about all bodies. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So, you only have one client right now. <laughs> yeah. But you were formerly, like, doing so many kinds of sex work. And I think also, like, being in, like, a stripper community, um... Did you have, like, many close colleagues in the in the club that you were, were like, friends
0: outside of the club with? Yeah, I mean, um, a few that I saw outside of the club, a bunch I would actually, you know, photograph, so, you know, but mostly friends in the club. I've really only done, I've only stripped and, and hooked. I've never done video or, like, porn or... True, I should just say... Stripping and, 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 hooking, and hooking, yeah, definitely too. <laughs> it's a hooking weird thing for you to say. It's
1: a little bit hard for me to say. <laughs> I can tell you guys can't see your face, but I can see.
0: But that's such an old school girl thing, like that's what we call it, you know. So yeah, it's, it's no, I mean, I just,
1: I, I guess I am very like thoughtful about like how I use language, and because I don't like do full service sex work, I don't want to. You know, throw out terms that way because it's not my experience, right, 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 right. And it's right. like for you to own and use however you want to. <laughs> totally, no, no,
0: it's like, yeah, just like at her face. Um, but uh, yeah, I've always said. I mean, friends in the industry, you know, whatever. Yeah.
1: Do you feel like um, you had like a community, like the people were like very much sharing and
0: and yeah. talking. And 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 even though that I'm not at the club anymore, and like I said, that I'm not, you know in a community of, you know, physical one, in my physical life of working girls, Instagram has been amazing for that, that I've, you know, connected with people all over the world in general and then also people in an industry from all over the world. So we talk all the time, you know, which is great.
1: That is great. Yeah. And does it kind of, like, provide, like, a catharsis or, like, a, an ability? Like, do you ever find yourself kind of, like, coming up to, coming back to, like, old experiences and, and like, Reprocessing what happened
0: or how you felt about it or things like that. No, no, I'm pretty much a f- now and next day kind of yeah. person. I don't mm. look back all that much. No, that's Also, great. I have a really bad memory, so really? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that is just I don't remember what I did yesterday. So I'm kind of like a, the perfect person to be around though, because I'll never I don't hold grudges at all. Most of it I don't even remember. Like, someone's like you're mad at me, I'm like I was what for Why was I mad? Yeah, I'm like so I'm not wh- mad at you now. the
1: circumstances? <laughs> like,
0: we're fine. Um, yeah, if I, I mean, not that I don't, you know, look at my life or experiences, but I think at this point, I've I've looked, I've worked on all most of that stuff. I mean, not to say that I'm, you know, enlightened or anything, but like, uh, I just really mostly try to deal with today and tomorrow, like, you know what's coming up. That's really good. Yeah, that so good. <laughs> Who yeah, <knows>? I try.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, for me, um, just like being in the industry, it's been so important for me to like have like, friends that I can talk to about things, especially, mm-hmm. like, day-to-day, like, if something traumatic happens, I'm like, okay, like, host, let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> and I def- I will, like, call up people, or we have, like, a group chat, so I group chat in mm-hmm. with my friends, and
0: we kind of go through it. I uh. think probably earlier on in my career, that was more important. Mm-hmm. And not, not that it's, I just mean that I don't need that as much now. After yeah. almost 30 years, it's just, there's not really a, I mean, I can vent to my friends about f- annoying, you know, what the Texan did the other night which I already you know vented to my friend yesterday about like um, but I see that but both are really you know I mean it is important to have that of course and the truth is and I've even talked about this you know that even though my close friends, they know me and they know so much that if you've never done this type of work, it's true. There's there's a certain level they'll just never understand, mm-hmm. you know. So it is it is something different when you're talking to a fellow worker. You there's know? some
1: understood things yeah. of, like, what, what the labor entails and all mm-hmm. of that that people yeah. don't. Like, I think for me, one of, like, the most annoying a- or questions that I get mm-hmm. is... Um, Things like, how does it feel to have men look at you? <laughs> huh.
0: What a trip. You know what? I was yeah. thinking about this. Okay, sorry, but answer yeah. that and then I'll, yeah.
1: No, no. What do you I usually mean, say? that's annoying well, f- to you, well, though. Yeah, because I'm like, well, I, I well, I don't ever consider that. Mm-hmm. Like, I never think, like, oh, these men are looking at me, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, right. Because, like, most of the time, they're very <laughs> self-involved, and like a lot of times, I'll walk by a guy like five times, and he won't even realize that I've been there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> or it'll be like, oh, I've like been. You're like you'd be amazed how much they actually don't look like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like In I, I, yeah. I may have like watched some guy, like a regular, like a club regular, be there for like a year, and. He'll be like, oh, are you new here?
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) it's wild. Right.
1: No, I've, like, written stories about you. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, yes, I'm new. Let's dance. Yeah, oh, definitely. I always do that. I always am like, oh, yeah, totally new. Never been here. I don't know how. I've never (laughs) (laughs) danced. Never danced. What is a dance? My first night. (laughs)
2: That's so funny. It is, well. Wait, so the people who... Who don't look, because, okay, that is very true, is a lot of guys just don't look at you, but I always think it's because they're avoiding looking at you.
1: No. Oh. They're wrapped up, I think a lot of men are wrapped up in whatever they're thinking about. Um, it's hard to, like, process so many new faces and people, mm. and, like, you kind of are
0: just, like, a lot of the other uncomfortable, if, whatever. yeah, maybe, a lot maybe of them there's are
1: social insecure. anxiety. There's a oh, lot for of social anxiety. <gasps> yeah, it's I weird. I mean, it's, it's like men, like, running to the bathroom whenever they first oh, get there. Oh, <laughs>
2: yeah. Right. Yeah because like, I like i don't know what the laps of like the men who kind of like they'll look at you for a second and then look away I, it's like then when you sit they're like oh hey sweetie and it's like what yeah <laughs> i like expected this guy to just be like um, can you not sit here <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> it's very rare that you're gonna get that once in a blue moon that will happen but yeah. that, should be, that should be very rare yeah. Um it's been I used to say to guys at the club, like if they were doing if they were in a sh- if they were being shy or trying, you know, to be respectful and not look. I'm like, look, this is the one place I want you to stare at my tip Exactly. This is the one place where you can and it's encouraged. Yeah. yeah. As long as you tip and you're smiling and you're yeah. having fun, then mm-hmm. yes. Like do all the exactly. things you want to do here. This yeah. is like the yeah. open place yeah, you're you're a, to. you you do not
1: have to like fully restrain yourself here. No, like exactly. as long as I you're mean, like within good you know, yeah, within reason. Right, right, right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> of course. Yeah.
1: Um, So you've, like, been out, and you talk about your work all the time. Do you find yourself still
0: coming out to people? Yeah, because I travel all the time. And so when people ask me what I do for a living, I tell them I'm a hooker. (laughs) I just straight up (laughs) just say it. And then I end up, you know, answering a bunch of questions, um, which is fine. Mm -hmm. And because I'm happy to change people's minds if they, you know, or whatever, help keep, you know, smash the stigma. Yeah. Yeah. Even nuns. I've sat down next to nuns. Wow. There was a nun who was like, I want to buy your book. (laughs) So, like, um, yeah, so, I I mean, you know, I'm not going out there telling everything. I'm not walking around. But if someone asks me, then, yeah, I tell them. Do you ever
2: withhold from certain people? Can you tell, like, who you want to?
0: No, I only time if I I don't, if I just don't, if I'm not, if I'm too exhausted or I'm hungover, I'm on my way back from a trip and I'm, like, drained. Mm Mm-hmm. And if someone asks me, maybe I'll just say I'm a photographer, you know yeah. what I mean, or a writer. I mean, if I say writer, though, then they'll say, what do you write about? And then I'll have to go into yeah. it. So photographer is the only thing that really does,
2: because yeah. it's true. But yeah.
0: um, other than that, I, no, I'll tell anybody. Because I've changed the minds, so many different people's minds, like after even just a plane ride. They're like, that was so eye-opening. And you've really, like, I've never met anyone who just come out and told me that they were a prostitute. Mm. <laughs> like, just straight up, you know.
2: Yeah. And I also
0: like to tell people, too, like... You can be almost 50 in a prostitute, and you can look schleppy, you know? And, like, <laughs> we'd all, we're not all wearing bando dresses and we're not 20 on yachts. Like, that's not really what the industry is, No, you know? yeah, no. So I like them to know that, too.
1: Yeah, I think that's really important to yeah. have, like, a real face
0: and a real story. Yeah. And also that it's about, like, these relationships with these people, you know? I mean, I end up getting into more mini-relationships than I should but <laughs> um, with my regulars, but... It's so much more than just about laying on your back. That's what I try to explain. You yeah, know?
1: definitely. Yeah,
0: that's why I want I want to sell my TV show because yeah. that's what it's all about.
1: What uh, do you want to like go into your TV show?
0: Well, I don't. I can't say too much about it yet. So that's the only thing. But like, I'm currently I'm in a class right now that's almost finished, um, and then I'm I've just changed like the entire uh, pilot. So now I have to write a new outline and a new bible for it it's not funny they call it a bible yeah that's <laughs> true it's just basically like the business plan for it but whatever um and i have a friend a producer who's waiting for me to finish so he can pitch it to so we'll see but wow, wow. i know fingers crossed but
1: that's exciting so is the we'll see. is it it's like loosely based on your it's experience? based on
0: my life it's not even very loosely not it's, even it's very based, loosely yeah it's like my mom's in it but everything that almost every single thing that's happened that you in the show has actually happened there's a few things that are they're not at all based on reality but a lot of things like my mom I, my, I bought my mom's dentures for her Oh, but my customer did mm. and then she lost them and I was like ma I suck dick to fucking cut your
1: teeth <laughs> oh my god like how did you just lose those <laughs> oh what do you mean god. they were very mom. expensive <laughs> wow <laughs> yeah that happened <laughs> that's so funny have you ever fallen in love with a customer Whoa. I did once yeah
0: actually how was it um, well, it was interesting. He wasn't really, like, a very... He wasn't he wasn't a classic customer, uh, or he wasn't a customer in a classic sense. He came um, into the Mitchell Brothers a few times, him and his friend, and they would just give us so much fucking money. So, and wait, eventually friends. you got
1: into Mitchell Brothers.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, I worked, and then I worked at Mitchell Brothers for nine years.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, so, so doubling yeah. back to previous episodes. Yes, yes,
0: yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I worked there for nine years. Um, and... Uh, so he came into Mitchell's Brothers. Yeah. And with his friend. we His friend used to kind of came in first and we used to call him the $100 bill man because he would just give every single girl $100. Like wow. on stage and, and more so like the ones he really liked but like he would literally every single girl would get at least a $100 bill wow. on stage. That's a great, that's a great I know. Guy. It was amazing when he came in everyone would be like $100 bill man's here and we were like fuck yeah. Because it just lit up all of us and the club it kind of made everything you know change the energy shift in there. And, yeah. Anyway so this guy came in it was like, not good looking at all, like big, like it's, you know, not whatever. But not his energy attractive. was amazing, like his energy. Um, and he would just give me money. He never got a lap dance. And even when I was on stage, he would turn his head huh. and not look between, like, when I was spreading goal, yeah. He wouldn't look, which was really funny to me. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but he was just kind of like that, like a very. And then um, we hung out outside the club. I'm actually writing a mini series about this whole thing, too, because it ended up being. Um, the largest LSD drug bust in the United oh, States wow. history, Whoa. these two guys, they're both in prison now, which is unfortunate. Damn. Um, and I was involved in all of this. So um, the DEA came to my house, had my phones tapped oh, my and all the shit. Yeah. My it was like God. this whole crazy thing. Um, yeah. So I ended up, did, I fell in love with him. So that's what I mean. It wasn't like a regular customer customer, but yeah. I did meet him at the club and we were friends first. And then I did fall for him. And And then, but he had a girlfriend, so it was like the three of us. It was like very, you know, Bay Area Hmm. thing, (laughs) whatever. And then he was hard to get a hold of because he always had burner phones and stuff. Yeah. And then so just sort of. So he was just going through one, the number after another. And if he
1: didn't tell you where he was going to be. Yeah, it was hard to get a
0: hold of him. And finally, I just couldn't, you know, and then I had to go back to the club and work because I didn't work for like a few months or six, seven months Mm -hmm. while I was with him, which was amazing. (laughs) But (laughs) um, yeah, that was the only time though.
1: So whenever it ended, did you feel hurt by it or was it, it a was, natural it was end?
0: A, it was sad that it was, I mean, the lifestyle, because I'm only, I'm barely touching the surface. It's a whole nother podcast. Yeah. But oh, yeah. um, it was sad because it was this really amazing life that we were living. You know, it was like this very spiritual and like, and then also like doing all these off the market drugs and ayahuasca and Love like that shit oh my god it was like insane i was living in an underground missile base in Kansas. oh yeah i read a little one of your stories about this yeah person. yeah yeah so <laughs> it was just so amazing like it was so incredible so then to suddenly have it like fall out was a little bit like ugh, like something's it's missing like whiplash you know? yeah it was like whiplash so i'm like okay just gotta pick back up and you know
1: yeah yeah you already knew how to
0: survive before yeah yeah, yeah exactly
1: right but exactly. yeah um All right, so it's time for a commercial break.
0: Okay,
2: (laughs) I like these.
1: (laughs) I'm a black woman looking for other black women. No, seriously, I'm looking for black women. I live on the border between North Dakota and Canada, and I have not seen another black woman in my entire life, aside from those black women on television. My mother died during childbirth, which left just me and my father. We have lived among the... we have lived among the North Dakota whites for many years, and they have treated us like their own. But I need to meet another black woman. If you are interested in meeting me, please call 123-456-7890. This is urgent. Thank you.
2: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Me living in Oklahoma. <laughs> um, actually, um... I want to take a second to talk about the um, concentration camp crisis. Oh yeah, go for it. Um, so this will be my ad instead. It's getting pretty serious. It's been um, serious. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's been serious. It's it's always been serious. Um, and I mean, like you know, for people who aren't aware, people who are citizens are just being kind of revoked of their citizenship. People with passports are not. Um, being allowed to renew their passports. Um, so it's definitely um, a civil rights crisis. Yeah. Um, civil liberties crisis. And we need to be doing way more than subscribing to emails or just like, you Signing know, shedding online a tear. Yeah. And stuff. Um, so I really want to, um, I'm going to be coming up with something, I think, in the next few weeks um, aside from joining initiatives in my community, which I encourage you all to do, but things that you can do as well are like if you're an artist, you can um, donate a portion of your commissions to like bail funds, which is like a pretty um, impactful way to help right now. Um, But there's rapid response networks, which are easy to join. It's basically just like informing people of their rights, um, which is actually also super impactful, but um, they kind of mobilize whenever there are ICE raids, um, which I think there are more and more, um, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was that terrible one in, I think, Mississippi recently, where they, it like. Was like the largest yeah. one ever in history. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, and I think, in part, it was because people, like, I think some of the workers were, like, filing suits against, like, harassment and, like, sexual harassment and stuff like that. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I didn't hear that. And I think, I think there's something, like, I mean, I don't know. I probably should have a much more credible source to be making these accusations, but I think I read them in a credible source. Anyway, yeah, yeah. One of the most the most massive raids, and agricultural workers were all right. taken. And it's like, and they, know, were, like one working, are... they were ones working. They were full time right. employees of a company, and they were producing our food. And right. th- yeah. these aren't criminals. These are not not <coughs> criminals. No. This is not a hostile group. No, these mm. are like the literal. It's
2: fucked. I'd also just like to remind everyone that DHS and ICE were only like recent um, organizations like I think DHS started in 2002 like after 9-11 and ICE was like even more recent than that so we um, don't need these organizations so they should just be protested Um, and uh, yeah You know, women and children are probably being trafficked and conditions are just awful. So do some research and um, do more than cry, even if your mental health is like pretty low, you know, like just do what you can. There was something
0: I saw the other day. I can't, I wish I knew the name of it. These Jewish people standing up and doing these protests about ICE.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Also, Did like a lot of uh, um, Japanese were out too because, like, they were internment camp survivors and all, and yeah. they were protesting these these camps. Uh, well, as well, I know yeah. that
2: like one of the um, inspectors of the camps was like in an or related to internment camps in some way, but mm. he was bribed into saying that the conditions were like livable. So a lot of like yeah. Japanese um, internment people are pretty uh, outraged and i don't know so there's a lot um but yeah yeah
1: right. so pay attention keep up with the news and try to like do whatever you
2: can you can contact me on my instagram if you want to talk about ideas. it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> absolutely um but yeah there are usually protests being held you can find out like there's a lot that can be done um and even things like um you know like don't do this don't do this don't slash tires and don't like put sugar inside of cement trucks that are building like detention centers or whatever and things like well, that no. well, the
0: violent things don't really help um, i don't think
2: yeah wink, <laughs> <Double> <laughs> wink. <laughs> don't wink okay, don't like absolutely don't <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, I was like, I was hearing about like people like protesting in front of like the ice detainment centers and like just camping out so that it was like harder for
0: pe- like ice mm. workers. Oh yeah, to get one of home. the ice the place got shut down recently because one of them, right? Made public just for the day, I guess. Yeah, but I still. think so.
1: I mean, like they weren't able to like get home until like they figured out like a special back entrance situation that they could do, and I think the cops gave them like a ride
2: home or something because they couldn't get their cars out of the lot. Also, make sure to address your um, specific, like Mexican Mexican specific phobia. Or like, I think that's a big problem in the U.S. Like, in, in all immigration, ethnic groups, xenophobia. Well, not even just that, but specifically anti Mexican, like phobia.
1: Yeah, but, yeah, I so. know. I mean, I remember like growing Should up and like our hearing... presidents,
0: I think, far for most of that. Yeah, or for bringing it to a fucking. Well, for in service.
1: Yeah, to like embolden people that you can be in one of the highest ranking positions in our and world and hard. in our country and, <laughs> and just spew hate speech. Yeah. Um, mm. Okay, so we have a few listener questions <laughs> that we can get, a, get around to. Um, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: what it. advice would you give to your younger self?
0: I guess it depends on which younger self. I know, right. Yeah, right. Um, you know, I was thinking, I saw that question, because I read these, but I didn't really um, think about too much. So the, the first thing that, you know, it's like, I think a lot of people in the industry would say, save money, you know, right? The thing is that I did save money, and I bought properties. I did all the things. Like my first I bought my first house when I was twenty six because I was a stripper.
1: That's amazing.
0: And my second one at twenty seven at like a million dollar property in San Francisco. So I did the things that like were responsible things to do with your cash if you're a stripper. And I lost it all anyway. How did you lose it? Well, that was it's too long of a story, but the second one was because I went into business with a guy I didn't vet. And he ended up being like the worst person on earth and Mm -hmm. well, not on earth, but Um, I lost a lot of money. Mm So it's not even, you know, I wouldn't even... Okay, so I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't say that to myself. I mean, money is great, and saving money is great. I'm not Mm -hmm. saying it's not, but it is just cash, and we're always going to need it. So it's like, probably would have been gone anyway by now, you know, if I had saved, whatever. So I don't know what I... I, Let's see. um, I don't know. I don't really... You know, I don't regret a lot, and I don't look back a lot, so I... I don't mean it in terms no, of no. regret. I mean, it yeah, could yeah. be
1: like... Um
0: like, like hey, remember avoid how that thing.
1: you remember like don't let anything crazy into your vagina like like a, your candlestick
0: story <laughs> like that purple candle yeah stick. The purple candle that purple candlestick or that marble egg that we couldn't get out <laughs> forever oh my God. like who <laughs> we did the weirdest things like young baby lesbians like we just did the strangest shit I probably one thing I would say to myself and this is this is a little bit dark but we were just so much mm-hmm. but when I my last suicide attempt I would say like just lay back if i had laid if i had just laid back i obviously would say not to do it but let's say if i could if i still did it then i wouldn't have permanent nerve damage in my foot today oh wow if yeah. i had just like laid, because but instead i went forward like a little pretzel position for 10 hours and it cut oh. off the circulation oh wow so wow. that's something i would say <laughs> you yeah. fucking lay back
1: no yeah. it's like pretty good advice i mean in a sense <laughs> i mean because don't take, I mean, a, don't well, take 350 well,
0: pills either you know yeah
1: but, yeah i mean I, I mean that's a big Thing with, like, suicide attempts is that most of them fail and yeah. most of them cause some kind of lasting damage. So.
0: Yeah.
1: But, yeah, I mean, that is, like, good advice. <laughs> yes. Um Do you have work clothes? And um, can you tell, like, what can you tell about a
0: an escort or a full-service sex worker from their clothes? Oh, clothes. I didn't hear you first. Um, you know, that's what I was kind of saying earlier that... It, we used to think we'd be able to spot them, but not really. It's yeah. not really anymore, no. you know? So, no. yeah, I do have work clothes, and they're kind of, especially, it's funny, I, I've written about this on my Instagram, that as I get older, it's getting a little bit harder, because it's like, I want to dress up, but I don't want to look like a woman who's 50, who's trying to look 20, mm. you know? So there's this line, but I also don't want to look like I'm this, like, older lady yeah. who's dressed matronly. Up. Yeah. yeah, like you know Chico's whatever fucking clothes or something you know <laughs> so it's like I try to find like my actual sense of like real style is kind of funky you know but
1: yeah um, I, I'm, whenever I first met you you were in like um, I think like lime green um, stretchy pants <laughs> yeah, and, yeah that's right
0: yeah and today I actually almost wore my like super bright tennis shoes I just got that are like lime green I think so yeah, yeah I think yes. it
1: was like a whole
0: lime, green, lime right. color outfit that's right and a white jacket yeah it was snappy that's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely like you know, but but for the men, it's actually it's funny. As so I dress a little bit more conservative, a smidge more, mm-hmm. um, but not a ton. But that's the other thing too, you know, when you're a prostitute and you're walking around with these guys who are with a wedding band and you don't have one on, and they're older. <laughs> Then you, you clearly scream, so, you know, escort, yeah. <laughs> you know. Mm.
1: So I Do you ever n- wear, like, a fake wedding
0: band? I think we, the Texan and I did that for a little bit, and then I lost it or whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't really care. I know when, sometimes know business. No, it's not. I mean, no, I, really it's not. I mean, if anything, out of all of his girls, I look like the person that could be his wife the most. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, because we're. I mean,
1: you can even tell the story, like, literally, like, yeah, I had one and I lost it. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean. <laughs>
0: I don't. I think people can tell I'm not his wife. But yeah, no. I mean, he doesn't give a shit. It's not like he takes it off or anything. He doesn't care at all. No, I
1: mean, it doesn't seem like he has
0: any shame overall for anything. (laughs) Oh, that's so sad. But (laughs) I don't mean mean, it in a bad way. The thing is, you know, it's so crazy. He's not a bad person. Yeah. And I hope I don't paint him. No, I don't
1: think you do. In a horrible light. Okay, good. I mean,
0: he's crazy. And the other night you really pissed me off. But like, he definitely is not a bad person. (laughs) Um, yeah, so the clothing thing is kind of a trip, I will say. Especially, oops, I know you want to move on to the next question, but especially these days, because we've we've been hanging out with younger girls, then it's, it's putting on all of someone in my mind, for me, I put more pressure on myself to, like, look a certain way for uh the girls. It has nothing to do with him. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, it's like, I'm this old fucking chick going in with these, like, 24-year-olds, you know, hanging out with them, and, like, I want to look sexier.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, that, I mean that makes sense and I think so much of how we adorn ourselves at least in the club from my experiences mm-hmm. like we impress each other a yeah, lot. And like a lot thing. of stage dancing is
0: for the other girls totally. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, yeah, if I could be half naked, I'm actually much better half naked. Not in mean, these days not as much but like then I'm in clothes. Yeah. I've never been so great at, clothes, like, putting clothes on myself. Like, I style all my, like, photography, all my shoots. I style mm-hmm. all the girls. Mm-hmm. I'm good at that. I'm good at putting clothes on other people, but, like, myself, not as much. But, um, yeah, anyway, so. No, I understand yeah, you're that.
2: You're so I've... cute, though. Oh, thanks. So. <laughs> I love your necklace. Oh, it's... this is
0: vintage. Oh, wow. Oh, from the 80s.
1: It's really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're... I'm kind of about to wrap up
0: right now. Yep. So where can we find you? Okay, so um, com S-I-S, like September, I always say, <laughs> <laughs> I-T-A-K-A-Y-L-I-N, and also on Instagram, Sita I'm kind of just, everything is just my name now. I've simmered it down. And anything but a wasted life, you can Google and then find it wherever, worldwide, wherever, you mm-hmm. know. That you can buy books that's one of your autobiographies one of my yeah memoirs
1: yeah <laughs> or memoirs sorry I don't mean to write it no 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 like the writing. yeah memoir is like
0: fancy well it's funny because I actually don't like that word either really? I don't like either one yeah. but yeah it is it is what it is you know? uh, yeah
1: whenever I hear autobiography I'm like this is president duh, duh, duh. yeah <laughs> yeah it feels more
0: right exactly <laughs> you know like um, important yeah, his,
1: his, oh yeah I mean,
0: I should do something more important.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, no way. I'm hoping. Well,
0: I want to. That's you're so
1: important. But yeah, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I want to do more. Is what I mean. Of course. Yes. Yeah. Um,
2: So, Clover, where can we find you? Um, little four leaf underscore between little and four, and four is a number, and then leaf. So
1: little number four underscore. No, little little underscore. underscore.
2: Four (laughs) leaf. Okay. Um, cool. Sorry. Yeah, I haven't posted <laughs> yet, but I'm getting to it. Something's cooking. <laughs> Something's cooking. You know what?
1: Maybe I'll put you in charge of like posting our historical house. Oh, And so, Like yeah. doing a little representation for people, including because we had one recently that was like from like feudal Japan, so it was a different thing. But I'm, um, I'm
2: gonna be doing. Um, I'm going to be doing little snippets of things that I've heard at the club, just like outrageous things that men say, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, awesome. Yeah. That's cool. I
1: like that. Um, so I am Selena the Stripper. You can find me at Pretty Boy Girl on Instagram. Please contribute to the Patreon at The Real Pretty Boy Girl. $5 goes a really long way. All of this information will be linked in the bio.
2: Anyway, thank you guys. Oh, wait, wait, I want to say oh. that I said that I was going to do that, but I'm not sure if I will. That's <laughs> <laughs> it. Like, like, I might do that. <laughs> it's an idea. It's, it's percolating. Yeah. You might. Right. So like a true. coffee pot. Yeah. But um, <laughs> thank you. It was nice to know you for... This hour and a half. Okay. This was awesome. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much.
1: And <laughs> thanks, everyone. Thanks for joining us with Home in the Know. Bye bye. <laughs> bye. Ciao. More money. I want your money. I want more money.